perspective. Just uh, learning about the latest scandal at home, which was of course the Beacon Hospital giving out 20 leftover vaccines to a local school, not even a local school, a school in Bray, 13 kilometers away from, uh, from the Beacon Hospital, uh, to teachers. So that's some leftover vaccine. I think vaccine expires, needs to be kept cool, so you need to use up all of their vaccine in one day. And they had some left over and they sent it out to a school 13 kilometers away. And here comes the scandal. The CEO of the Beacon Hospital has children who attend that very school. St. Gerard's School, is that what it's called? And uh, this, was, this was all kicking off on Matt Cooper yesterday. And it was, it was outrage. Genuine outrage. That these 20 leftover vaccines were being administered to uh, level 11 recipients while we're supposed to be on level 4 in terms of administration of the vaccine. How did this happen? Why did this happen? Is there an apology from the CEO of the Beacon? Is that, is that in the pipeline? People are outraged. I feel like not since Golfgate. This is Golfgate. It's, it's not up there with Golfgate, but Golfgate was the big scandal of last year. I wonder will this be the big scandal of this year. And, as per usual, I am conflicted. <laughs> I'm not that conflicted, but I'll tell you my two thoughts. Like, initially, I'm like, it's great that Ireland is a country where we can question these things. I think we take it for granted a little bit. Um, I mean, if you were to live over in China, for example, or North Korea, or even like Vietnam, no one really questions anything the government does. Like, I know this isn't the government, but like, the idea of having like, commentators, I suppose, who will hold governing bodies, or people who are in privileged positions, they'll hold them to account. That kind of a culture of accountability. I think that is a healthy thing. Like, I mean, opposition government in general in Ireland has just has always bothered me. It's just, it's a bit of a farce. But then you look at how other countries govern their people. I mean, as much of a farce as what happens in the Dáil regularly and, you know, the absurdity of how Sinn Féin conduct their business, I mean, it's one of the best forms of government that I know. I mean, <laughs> UK isn't much better. They've like fewer parties. You know, the US situation is a joke. And then outside of that, outside of like the developed world of democracy, you gotta have like communism or, you know, communism with kind of Chinese flavorings, as they say in China. <laughs> or, you know, just in Vietnam where the government make the decisions and no one really questions it. But I do like it, I do like, I am obviously a big Matt Cooper fan and I do like how he conducts his business, but at times I'm just like, is this a big deal? I mean, is this a big deal? Something that does bother me is just generation outrage, just people are just outraged all the time. And what's even worse is people are outraged on behalf of other people all the time. That actually really bothers me. <laughs> You know, the kind of PC kind of culture and everyone needs to stand up for everyone all the time. And, you know, what you said isn't cool. That's not okay. That kind of that idea of, like, things not being okay. 
and just being offended on behalf of people who aren't here to defend themselves after what you just said. That kind of bothers me. Bothers me a lot, actually. It's like, oh, come on, like. But at the same time, it is good to question these things, and it is good to ask, to ask these questions, I suppose. This latest scandal is definitely a storm in a teacup, isn't it? 20 leftover vaccines that were going to expire and they sent them to the local school. Well, the fact that it isn't the local school, the school is 13 kilometers away and the CEO of the Beacon happened to have his children who go there. So there's obviously some sort of um, wink and elbow language of the light. To quote a bit of Kavanaugh, I mean, lads, where, who else? What are the podcasters quote Kavanaugh? I was in class yesterday and uh, as usual, I've got like 12 year olds and the material in the book just isn't even remotely interesting for the 12 year olds. It's about like water conservation and you know access to clean water in developing countries and like international water day and uh, I have to get through the reading exercise because it's my job. I have to get through it but I have to make it interesting so I come up with this game that's actually quite good. Pretty happy with it. Pretty much uh, you get them out of their seats uh, I've realised that getting them out of their seats like in like every 20 to 30 minutes is really important to keep them awake and it's just like you can't have them sitting for more than you know you, have, you can't have them sitting for an hour so I just kind of like all the best games I just kind of came up with it on the spot whereby everyone leaves their seat you bring the book with, the, with them and we kind of form a circle and then I just put on like music I put on like Dance Monkey by Tones and I or Lemon Tree, one of these songs that I know that they like and you can dance to and you have to dance, you have to go dance in a circle and then when the music stops everyone has to get down down on your hunkers I always think of Breener when I use that word hunkers <laughs> down on your hunkers <laughs> is that a real word? hunkers down on your hunkers, is that an Irish expression? Do people know what your hunkers are? Why do I think of Breener? I remember Breener was doing this like sports drill when we were in transition year where we were playing a hurling and like he was like okay and the rule is you have to get down on your like as he was saying it he goes on your your hunkers <laughs> and just kind of gave a wry smile as in like is that, is that a word? Hunkers? Down on your hunkers. Yeah when the music stops you need to get down on your hunkers. Last one down has to read. So uh, we played a game and we're getting through the reading passage and it's it's working like it's they're loving the game because they're kids and kids love games doesn't really matter nothing matters there's no purpose to the game it's just a game it's a bit like life there's no real purpose to it it's just a thing that you do or a dance there's no like end product you just like you do the dance and then that's it you do the life and then that's it it's not a destination it's a journey so i feel like the kind of down on your hunkers when the music stops metaphor for life that I created kind of has a probably has a lasting impact on the students going forward anyway enough about how great a teacher I am I've done many podcasts on that <laughs> but uh, we're playing the game anyway and uh, we're kind of halfway through the article and we're kind of you know learning we're not really learning we're just getting through it we're getting through the reading article on water conservation and you know access to clean water and then one of the kids who gets caught out Tom great kid he's like reading it but he's kind of like reading it in a kind of a punishment sort of a way like he was caught like he was the last one down he has to read this next paragraph and he's kind of just like you know rolling his eyes reading it and uh, 
he read this one line and I was like I had to actually stop and go hold on is that is that right he was reading about water conservation and he read that every day 20,000 children under the age of five die because they don't have access to clean water I'm gonna say that again every day in the world 20,000 people 20,000 children under the age of five die because they don't have access to clean water obviously no one was paying any attention to Tom's labored reading of that particular sentence I was like fuck is that is that true every day 20,000 under the age fuck man Jesus now that is a scandal.